Greetings and blessings, dear friends in the spirit. 111 is Eddie Louisi. How are you? How was your week? I hope it went well. Not too many bumps and ups and downs. So today I am calling this theme, Inspire Others to Stand Up. And you'll understand why when I get to the next story. Um, this is season two, episode 28. Woo, this is our second year. I'm recording this September 25, 2021. Inspire others to stand up. That's the thing. So I am going to read a little article that was online um, with a company that I'm a mentor for. I'm also an advisor. It's called the Future Now Media Conference. And here's a picture for all you video people of Steven Spielberg and George Lucas. And this, I'm going to just read this story and then hopefully it will inspire you. <laughs> George Lucas was only 28 years old when he made a difficult, troubled film. He originally called The Star Wars. George grew up in Modesta, California, loving cars and movies. He was especially entranced by science fiction fantasies and had tried unsuccessfully to buy the film rights to Flash Gordon when he decided to create his own outer space adventure. I was going to do dun-dun-dun-dun-dun, but that's not Star Wars. I forget the composer's name, but you'll get a commission for me singing your little song. Lucas studied at the University of Southern California School of Cinematic Arts, where he completed his degree. He then tried to enlist in the United States Air Force, but was rejected because of his numerous speeding tickets. <laughs> I thought it was going to be an illness or something, but speeding tickets. In 1967, now I was born in 59, so I was eight years old. Lucas enrolled in the USC Film School graduate program and filmed a short science fiction movie called Electronic Lambrant THX11384EB, <laughs> which won first prize at the 1967-68 National Student Film Festival. Congratulations there, George. Following graduation, Lucas released a longer version of THX 1138, which was a complete financial failure. Still recovering from the disappointment of his first film release, Lucas formed his own studio, Lucasfilm LTD. We've heard about that, right? That's still around. And produced, wrote, and directed a film based on his teenage years in Modesta, called American Graffiti. It was a huge and unexpected success. So go into Netflix later on and see if you can find American Graffiti. I saw it years ago, but I haven't seen it in a while, so I might have to check it out to see one of your first movies, George. Lucas then sent a proposal for his Star Wars movie to every major studio in Hollywood and was rejected by them all 
Frustrated, he approached Alan Ladd Jr., the head of 20th Century Fox, and offered him the movie. Ladd accepted, despite the disapproval of his board of directors. Lucas had worked on the script for Star Wars for four years and was now eager to put his ideas on film. When he realized that there was no sound stages in the United States large enough to shoot his scenes, he moved the production to England. Chip, chip, cheerio! The British camera and technical crews hated his film and ridiculed it daily. What's up with you chaps? They created such difficulties that Lucas despaired of finishing his film. But after a few months, he had enough completed film to piece together a rough cut of the movie. That cut, that rough cut changed the cultural history of the world. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, stop it, Eddie. Lucas returned to California and, and arranged for 12 close friends, not friends in the spirit, but friends, all movie professionals to screen his rough cut. When the show ended, everyone criticized and mocked George's vision. The small audience hated the movie and Lucas was repeatedly told his project was an expensive disaster. At this moment, as the room quieted, quieted, one man stood up. As he continued to stand, the other people in the room noticed him. After a few more moments of silence, the man spoke. He said that he thought the finished film was going to be the greatest movie in history. He then sat down. Everyone was stunned. Suddenly, other participants began to speak. Soon, more people agreed with the man who had stood alone. That man turned the tide for George Lucas and won the support he needed. That man's name is Steven Spielberg. One person with courage can change everything. One man or woman who refuses to cave in to the pressure to conform can inspire others to stand up. That's our theme, huh? Our theme, inspire others to stand up. So dear friends in the spirit, one, 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 there's your homework. There's your goal, mantra, dream challenge to inspire others to stand up and dear friends in the spirit 111 i inspire you to stand up in anything and everything that you are doing a dear friend a new friend in spirit 111 and i don't know if she found me on facebook or linkedin but her name is jamel patterson and she is the founder of a Geno Foundation, A-G-E-N-O. And they have been for several years um, digging boreholes uh, for water in parts of Africa and other parts of the world. 
And she said they were preparing to do their gala, their, their big annual virtual gala, which is actually happening, I think, tonight, <laughs> Saturday. So um, you could still get tickets. They're $75 to um, it's a great, great cause. But she said at one point she was praying to God for assistance and help. And somehow I came in her timeline, path, whatever. And I donated a little money and we chatted, became friends. She's a friend in the spirit, one, 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 and gives us different messages and posts. But the other day she had a dress rehearsal down at a local church here in Rockland County. And I showed up, there was a team of 10 people or so. And we spent a couple of hours kind of orchestrating and developing um, the virtual gala that they're going to do. And it was wonderful because with my almost 40 years of TV experience, put in my two cents and started to kind of create a stage, an area. And then everybody said, hey, how about we do this? Or how about we move this? Or how about we? And I said, yes, yes, yes. Right. Inspire others to stand up, inspire others to use their creativity. And, and, you know, do unto others as it will come to you. And you don't just inspire others um, so things come back to you, but things will come back to you. Inspire others, help others. My one friend, his name is Shem, and he used to be a jib operator, a camera assistant at Good Morning America. And we've always stayed friends through the years. And he had this great TV idea, like almost 20 years ago, he made a little pilot that he showed me and to this day I still love it and we've been chatting regularly almost weekly to kind of develop and so you never know right I inspired him he's inspiring me so we're going to see where this is going to go my dear friend Tennessee Edwards is a big time producer creator entrepreneur in television and film and Tennessee, if you're watching this, maybe we could do something together with um, with Shem. But um, you never know. So let's inspire others, right, to stand up. I'm reading from Daily Practice Sacred Reading and Meditation. It's impossible, said pride. It's risky, said experience. It's pointless, said reason. Give it a try whispered the heart author unknown and this is one of those pictures quotes that we share with each other at friends in the spirit one-on-one and this is from howard thurman don't ask yourself what the world needs ask yourself what makes you come alive and then go do it because what the world needs is people who have come alive. Like that. I remember when I was a teenager, I used to go to this one bar club in Queens, and there was a band called Alive and Kicking. And I think they have one hit song, Tighter. It's just a little bit tighter now, baby. And they, they, you know, they had a certain success. Now they're playing in smaller bar bands and stuff. But they were great. I loved seeing them. And I bought, my dad bought me in, in 72, 73, 
a Gibson SG guitar, um, a 1966 or 68, and the case had painted on stencil, Alive and Kicking. So I think I had the original guitar from the band Alive and Kicking. So I am reading from dailyword.com Unity, Imagination. I imagine and create wonderful blessings in my life. Throughout history, there have been many dreamers who have written inspirational novels and poetry, produced inventions that have benefited the world, and created magnificent works of art. The imagination that led those dreamers to create such works also lives in me and you. My capacity to imagine is boundless, giving me unlimited power to think plan, envision, and learn. How I choose to use my imagination is up to me. It may be through words I speak or write to express myself. It may be through my hands as I plant and nurture a prolific garden or prepare a delicious meal. I like to eat. I'm Italian. It may be through my heart as I make a difference in the world by serving others. The important thing is to use my imagination in fulfilling ways. The possibilities are endless. And from Philippians 4.8, if there is any excellence and if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. And dear friends in the Spirit 111, you are excellent. You are wonderful. You are marvelous. You are talented. You are creative. You are loving. You are compassionate. Give. Give and you shall receive. Inspire others. Stand up. This is from scienceofmind.com. Your voice matters. Spirit encourages me to be a voice of inspiration. Ricky Byers. Be sufficient unto yourself and at the same time include all else. And people will feel your strength and will have a desire to come into the radiance of it. Ernest Holmes, Creative Mind and Success. A few compassionate words of hope and inspiration can act as seeds that redirect an individual toward an entirely new path. A few harsh words spoken to an individual can demoralize, derail, and create confusion within the mind and heart of another. How have you been choosing to use your voice? In a moment of stillness, I can bring to mind countless people who said beautiful and encouraging things to me that created a ripple effect and pushed me to pursue my passion. At the same time, I can recall many people who intentionally or unintentionally said things that caused me to pause, doubt, or quit a particular endeavor. The words others, others speak to us have power. The words we speak to others have power. 
but the most important words are those we speak to ourselves. The most important words are the words we speak to ourselves. Our conversations with other people tend to reflect the quality, quality of life existing within ourselves. To build your self-talk, spend more time reminding yourself of your successes than your failures. Spend more time telling yourself about how incredible your gifts are instead of highlighting your perceived limitations. Let your self-talk act as a rudder that reinforces your direction, strengthens your vision, and connects you to source. Let your self-talk radiate the creator. As you speak about it, reflect on your on and remind yourself of the divine qualities in yourself. You'll effortlessly see the divine qualities see, shining through others. I'm going to read that whole paragraph over again because I don't edit, but I stumbled a little bit. <laughs> so I'm going to give you the paragraph a little better. huh? As you speak about, reflect on, and remind yourself of the divine qualities in yourself, you'll effortlessly see the divine qualities shining through others. How was that? A little better? <laughs> and the affirmation, I use my voice to inspire, bring joy, and give hope to others while speaking to myself in a way that inspires, brings joy, and gives me hope. My words have power. Your words have power. Our words have power. Can I get an amen? <laughs> this is from Neil Donald Walsh. On this day of your life, I believe God wants you to know that great and unexpected good is coming to you now. You've been waiting for a shift in energy, and that shift has occurred. All you have to do now is get ready to receive your new found good. Be on the lookout. It may come at a time and in a way that you could not have anticipated or imagined. Love your friend, Neil Donald Walsh. And this is a second quote that I've received from my friends in the Spirit 111 spiritual community. It says, never quit if you stumble, get up. What happened yesterday no longer matters. Today's another day. So get back on track and move closer to your dreams and goals. You can do it. You can do it. Love that. I hope this talk is inspiring you. It's inspiring me also. Thank you, God. Thank you, Divine, for sending these words to me. But as you know, dear friends in the Spirit 111, you know, I do these little chats in between, but I'm reading from all these different reflections and spiritual thoughts. And um, But a theme comes to me during the week, and sometimes the theme comes Friday night or sometimes Saturday morning. And then I, I, I go through my file folder back there, and I just read through all the different folders that I have from all the different spiritual communities, reflections. And then I, I piecemeal it together. 
and then I, I try to read it as well as possible early in the morning. It is like 6.30 in the morning. And then hopefully there's a, a good theme that inspires you. And please share this, right? Share this on all your social media with all your friends. Daily practice sacred reading and meditation. This is from Socrates. There is a sun in everyone. Let them shine. Like that. And I am going to end with another daily word unity reflection. And this is called shine. <laughs> See that? We got a thread here going. I did a good job today. Well, God, you did a great job. Thank you. I am a radiant spiritual being shining with joy. Oh, I got joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Actually, I wrote a song. Um, I actually, 1997, started a, a Catholic mass called the Joy Mass. And me and my dear friend John Calabrese, a childhood friend and fellow musician, friend in the spirit, um, wrote a song, Sing Joyfully. Come, let us sing joyfully as we gather around the table, as we gather around the computer, <laughs> as we gather around the iPhone. <laughs> I have met people who radiate energy with a joyful spirit that others find irresistible. Their shining inner light blesses everyone they meet. This inner light, divine joy, and vitality is also within me and is mine to share. I am an open vessel of divine light filled with strength that is powerful and energizing. I am a glow with wisdom and understanding that keep me moving in the direction of my highest growth. I feel confident and ambitious as I boldly shine my light I am radiant and free. I am a light in the world, a brilliant example of the indwelling power of spirit. As I sparkle unabashedly with joy and love through my example, I am inviting all others to shine, right? Inspire others to stand up. I am inviting all others to shine. And from Daniel 12, 3, those who are wise shall shine like the brightness of the sky. And those who lead, who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. So dear friends in the spirit, 111, I hope this inspired you um, to inspire others, to help others, right? Within your family, within your neighborhood, within your community, within your work, within your church, within your state, <laughs> within the world, within the universe. So dear friends in the spirit, 111, have a blessed week ahead this weekend also. Don't forget to stay blessed and a blessing. Share your faith with family and friends and cue the spirit. Thank you. Namaste.